back to Chickerly Assembled, your favorite House Republican podcast. I am Jason Gottesman, joined by uh, the uh, the rounding out of the trio that has no, the, nothing the to three do with people's bellies around here. The th- <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> the three musketeers is what I was going to suggest. Budgeteers. Budge- the three budgeteers. <laughs> I like that. How about no, or, or else just Ruth Topper's favorite three kids? <laughs> Are we getting adopted? <laughs> no, hey, but wait a minute. There's going to be so my son listened uh, because he got brought up about the you know the Avengers Endgame and he wants to, you know like that that wasn't the best Marvel movie and all this stuff. But because he he listened, he also commented. So I think there's two people who have officially rated this podcast my mom and my eldest son i'm starting to wonder right. if these aren't just jesse topper burner accounts <laughs> <laughs> listen if i knew how to set up a burner account then absolutely you don't even be. have a primary I account i don't even, yeah, I don't even know what you know what any of this is all right well uh bringing up the budget boy what a whopper well look i, I think an, an impossible whopper I, are you talking about like the plant-based yeah the impossible whopper the impossible whopper yeah. introducing the impossible whopper with a patty made from plants but it have you had one this whopper has no beef no beef no because just like supporting this budget i don't do stupid things <laughs> <laughs> i like has anybody listen i've not there's no Clearly. way that the three people on this podcast have had a plant-based based burger at any point no no no. 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 Okay. I just wanted to make sure you we know, were all on the same I page. even dated vegetarian for like five years. Never had a veggie burger. Uh, never had any plant-based substance. Look, the How'd only that reason, relationship end? Uh, with me now eating chicken wings all the time, <laughs> uh, as you could tell. But w- ultimately, I think what, what the real lesson here is, is that um, I, f- I completely forgot what the real lesson is. I did. I'm confused. I'm I'm reevaluating my life. <laughs> you, got me th- you got me thinking about my, my past relationships and uh, how sad I am for the rest of my life. Well, maybe, I can, maybe, maybe I can save you here. Right? So the Impossible Whopper, it has a really cool name, but, but the actual substance of it sucks, right? But none of us know that because we've not had it. Right. Well, we have also not seen any of the details of how Governor Wolf actually <laughs> thinks spending all of this, this money. This is great. So this is like the Impossible Whopper. Yeah, I it, think that's what we should name the podcast. Yeah. Chuck, write it down. <laughs> the Impossible Whopper. <laughs> the Impossible Whopper. Hey, why do you guys call it the Impossible Burger? Because it's impossible to sell? Because it's impossible to digest? It's impossible to believe that you didn't pay these people to eat that piece of recycled bike tire. It tastes like you put a guinea pig in the microwave. Like, fur on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the governor made a great point in his in his speech yesterday when he said the surplus is not excuse not an excuse to go on a spending spree. Right, and then, and then, and then, then he, he went, went on a spending, spending spree. spree. <laughs> no, this is his budget address. It is it's something that everybody knows. Like you can try and and put the best Burger King commercial and have this kid say, "Oh, I like it. It tastes just like." But everybody knows that can't be the case, right? That's why nobody's rushing to buy the thing. So that the same, you can't look at these numbers. You can't say that somebody's proposing to cut taxes. Increase spending by 16% and somehow still have all this money left over that nobody believes that's possible. You know why? Because it's, it's not. not. Yeah. Right. It's not possible. I mean, the, some of the numbers in here, and I don't want to get you know too much into the weeds, but he basically what he did was he's overestimating by a lot revenues and he's but the but the key here is he's underestimating the cost saying these new programs for instance that he wants to put in aren't going to grow over the years 
The, nobody believes that. That yeah. that is that can't happen. When you when government gets into a new program, it's going to grow and it's going to grow in in a large way. So these are the things that we have responsibility. This is his last year, but for the general assembly, we're going to have to keep doing budgets for years into the future. We know this isn't sustainable. That kind of spending growth is not sustainable. Well, and that's, I kind of look at this as, yes, we do have a, a significant pile of cash right now that's largely one-time monies that came into the state. But underlying all of that, we still have structural issues as a state. We have 300,000 less people working today than before the pandemic. Our workforce participation rate's the lowest it's been since 1987, right? So if we're not able to grow our economy and grow our tax revenues to keep pace with projected expenditure growth, we still have a structural deficit. Spending all of this money now on mostly recurring costs actually takes that roughly $2 billion structural deficit and doubles it or triples it. And so it, in almost immediately in the next following fiscal year, in 23-24, if you use the independent fiscal office's neutral estimates, they show an $800 million budget deficit for the next governor and the next General Assembly as Wolf is out the door. I don't care whether it's Josh Shapiro on the Democratic side or any of the 13, however many people we have running for governor on the Republican side. No governor wants to come into office if this thing were to take effect because they know that they would be faced with the same decisions that Tom Corbett was faced, which is either you cut all of these programs or you have a massive tax increase. That's what this sets up. This sets up either a cut in programs or a massive tax increase. And Here's the thing, guys. We don't have to do this, and we don't have to do it this way. I think the way we showed last year with the budget, we can. We have the ability to say we don't have to spend all this money at one time. We can keep some back, and we can see how we can spend this better in the future and, and do it that way. And we shouldn't spend all this money at one time. I actually said to uh, folks in communications yesterday when we were giving them the update, I said, you know, don't get don't. We shouldn't be talking about the specific programs in here. We shouldn't be talking about the nitty gritty because that's basically and what yesterday turned into is like my wife and I arguing over what we would name our luxury yacht. It's so stupid to get into a fight about something that's never going to happen because you can't afford it. Um, I know what you would name it. What the vegan princess? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, no, I, I, no, I would not. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, if I could, I would probably go through in my mind and try to just eliminate all of those memories. Um, <laughs> Look, a lot, I, lot of years of my life right, eating macaroni right. and, that, and cheese. That's what I said. I said the same thing when when people ask me about what do you think about the budget is like. Well, this isn't the budget. This is not. This is not even close to what we're we're going to over the next few weeks go through the appropriations hearings. And, and we're going to start to develop the budget, which, by the way, always happens in the House anyway. Right, right. It's our budget that's going to be developed first. And, yes, of course, the Senate will be involved, the governor will be involved. But what we saw yesterday was, was theater. It was a chance for him to thank his, his lovely wife for, you know, I guess, sticking by him for that 47 was the, years. That was the best part of the speech, to be honest sure, with yeah. you. Sure, yeah. Although I want to hear the story. He said he proposed to her in a subway. I would. And then he kind of do left the, that do out the, there. Does the Wolf family like to eat fresh? What? The subway. subway. Well, I don't think I was. It was, it I, was just su I was surprised to see her, though. I assume she was still on the lamb from uh, violating the election code. Election <laughs> law that, her, that he threw her under the bus. Well, you can't I was wondering be, if you the house security was going to put her under house arrest. No, you can't be arrested on the house floor 
in the carrying out of your official duties. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have immunity while you're on the House floor. So it was safe space. Arrest. Safe space, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so back to the budget, though. I mean, it's it's really, it's eight years in a row of budget speeches full of platitudes lacking very any detail as how you're actually going to accomplish <laughs> Look, that. Look, right? I mean, this, yeah, this was a very, a very quick speech. I mean, I think he wanted to kind of get up there, do what he had to do and get out because he knows this is, this is not happening. I mean, I think the most memorable speech of the eight years was when he said that we should all be fired. We should all find new oh, jobs uh, yeah. because we wouldn't agree to the most massive tax increase in the history of Pennsylvania. But but see how this is, you know, when he when he talked yesterday about where we've come, let's not forget when he his first budget, he said, unless we raise taxes and it would have been the, the greatest tax increase in the history of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And unless we do that. We will become financially, it'll be a disaster, right? It'll become a financial wasteland in Pennsylvania. Then yesterday, he stands up and says all these great things that we've been able to do financially without raising taxes. That's because we stopped him. Right. Like, like I, but there were several members around me saying, you're welcome. Yeah. When he said that, because yeah. we, it shows that we didn't have to do it that way, and we don't have to do it this way at this time either. Well, and, and on, on, to, on top of that, it's not just legacy stealing, somebody said to me, you know, if you were in the governor's office, you'd be doing the same thing, trying to take credit for the legislature to make it your own. I was like, yeah, but unlike what the governor did, I would be doing that all along. Like, I would be spiking the football on these achievements over and over and over again. But he didn't. Like, if you go back and look what he said about the previous budgets, which I did yesterday, it's disappointing. I lament the things that we couldn't do. Republicans stood in the way of the things that I proposed. Even though he's like, I'm signing these things, but I'm doing it reluctantly. Or sometimes like, he didn't sign them. Yeah, right, sometimes correct. he just three of the budgets, Three of the budgets he didn't even sign into yeah, law. Right? Yeah, it's it's just it's just a bunch of, uh, of, of hooey, um, to, to be quite honest. And, um, you know, again, I, I even shy away from calling this a budget. It's not a budget. It's a spending plan. Budgets are balanced. Budgets make sense, and budgets set you up well for the future. This is just nothing but a wish list of spending priorities. Um, and maybe the only responsible thing that the governor is saying here is that, uh, much like Democrats always do, is this is responsible because you should see what I actually want to do. Um, <laughs> if I actually had my entire way, you should just see what I would what I would do. Um, so I well, think that's what we got yesterday. And the other thing is, you know, just like there's a Marvel movie for every life lesson, there's a past government mistake for every government proposal, right? So if we rewind a couple administrations when uh, then-Revenue Secretary Tom Wolf was working for Ed Rendell. Well, wait, I thought he's only been in politics for seven years. Yeah, he's new to this. <laughs> so, you know, and maybe that's where he learned to juice uh, revenue estimates and, and cook the books. Uh, but... Um, you know, Ed Rendell did many of these same tactics and had a democratically controlled House for the last four years of his administration. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, they were enabled to spend money we didn't have. And when Governor Corbett came in in his first budget, he was dealing with a four billion dollar budget deficit. Mm -hmm. You know, what this kind of reminds me of is like this is like when uh, Thanos gets the Infinity Stones and then like we have to come back. Like it's like it's like yeah. Rendell had the Infinity Stones and Tom Wolf then all of a sudden gets his hand in that glove and is trying to run the same play. We are right now in Pennsylvania General Assembly endgame. That's, that's what right. we're trying to do. We're trying to stop Thanos wow. from, get, from getting the Infinity Stones back on. Uh, that's right. Uh, now, <laughs> pick your Avenger. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, if I remember correctly, it was, it was Captain Marvel that really held him off until Tony Stark could come to his senses and Iron Man could then go in with the nanotech. All right. Look, <laughs> is, is Tony Stark really dead? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. No. I say no. Ooh. Really? Bold prediction. I don't think so. Okay, well, is this budget proposal, is this spending plan really dead? Yeah, yes, that's no. definitive. Yeah, for sure. Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. Just making sure we're on the same page. All right, well, let's play some uh, PA House Dems or... San Francisco. 
it's going to be a good one. I, I, I personally curated this one. I was going to so, say, so So Neil's not going to give the answers away before the... No. Okay. No. PA House Dems or San Francisco? Which Republicans say January 6th was a deadly coup attempt that used horrifying violence against police officers to overthrow the government? And rich Republicans say it was, quote, legitimate political discourse, end quote. Ask a Republican near you today. That's a that's a PA Dem thing. I mean, there aren't any Republicans in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> all right, that is PA House Dems. Yeah, PA House Dems. <laughs> all right, well, this is just more... Uh, th- listen, and by, even, even the governor kind of went there at the end of his speech yesterday to talk about democracy. Understand, the reason that Democrats oh, keep King bringing Wolf? up... Yeah, the reason that's right. They keep bringing up January sixth. That's the only thing that they feel like they can try and say at this point. Like that's how right. weak their policy ideas. They keep going back to something and and inflating it to something that it's it's not. But they're trying to make it that way because they have nothing else to say. Yeah, democracy was uh, when the people of Pennsylvania took back power from King Wolf via constitutional amendment. Exactly. All right, so this is uh, a different game. A little, a little bit. We'll just change oh, wow, it a little we bit. Just, just won, no, it's it's just it's, won, it's, okay. it's San, Fran- San, Fran- San Francisco quickly. or National Democrats. Okay, Ooh, all right. that's a little tougher. They're set to fund the distribution of crack pipes to drug addicts as part of its plan to advance quote racial equality. The thirty million dollar grant program, which is closed, which closed applications Monday and will begin in May, will provide funds to nonprofits and local governments to help make drug use safer for addicts. That's actually Joe Biden just proposed. The Biden administration just proposed that. That's Joe Biden, right? Yeah. My buddy of my, a buddy of mine who who sends me things from Babylon B, which is a satire, right? It makes it up. He sent me that actual article about Biden and the crack pipes and said, "I thought this was a, a Babylon B satire thing," and then I realized, "Oh no, it's Joe this Biden. This is real. It's this Joe is Biden. real." Yeah. All right. PA House Dems of San Francisco. Okay. The Republican attack on American democracy isn't just about the January six attacks. Or frauds that will expose you to identity theft. The GOP is trying to make it harder for you to vote and easy for them to throw your vote out. PA House Dems. All right, that's true. Good one. Do they have any tweets defending this budget? No, no, (laughs) no, no. Um, All right. San Francisco or National Democrats. Quote, we have to pick our battles and at least give some addicts some assistance. The goal is to allow people who suffer from addiction to come to the center, no questions asked, to get food, to maybe get a shower, to get support services, to get services they need. But we're not forcing them to do anything. At the end of the day, you know, this is a place where there's no judgment, where there isn't a one-size-fits-all solution. That's a place where there's no judgment and limited shower opportunities. That's San Francisco. Yes, that is about uh, San Francisco legalizing open-air drug markets and or uh, safe ejection sites. It could be a flying jade uh, rest stop. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> We are on a roll today. (laughs) All right, right, PA House Dems or San Francisco. Tell the truth about what happened on January 6th. Let's tell the truth about the insurrection. It was an attempted coup. It was a subversion of American democracy. We can't go on pretending it wasn't the worst attack on American democracy in generations. We simply can't. First of all, that's offensive. That line is offensive. Anybody who lived through the September 11th. We simply can't go around the world talking about American democracy and pretend that January 6th didn't happen. We can't ignore the state lawmakers who played into the big lie and fam the flames of insurrection. Well, I'm going to... People died on January 6th. A mob broke into the Capitol to disrupt the peaceful transfer of power. A Confederate flag was carried through Congress for the first time ever. Law enforcement was attacked with mace and bats. This is, by definition, an attempted coup. Well, it's PA House Dems. That is, in fact, PA House... Can can I actually guess that that was actually a member of leadership? That was a member of leadership. Is it San Francisco or Philadelphia? Okay. One mom said rats and kids should not be sharing the same space. 
Quote, my family has told me to be careful with the rats when I bring them to my kids to the park, especially when they get near the bushes because they could bite the kids. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, uh, San Francisco? Yeah. Uh, listen, I, okay. <laughs> I don't even know. I'll say, I'll say Philadelphia. Uh, this is San Francisco. Thank uh, God. Entitled a story. A story well, you know why? Rats you, take over San Francisco playground. The, the reason rats couldn't get into Philadelphia is because they haven't been vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> True. They, True. They don't let anybody in Philly if you haven't been vaccinated. All right. Final one. PA House Dems or San Francisco. In the last four decades, CEO pay is up 1,322% and medium worker pay is up 18%. Can someone explain to me why the 1,322% doesn't contribute to inflation but 18% does? How does how does anybody making more money contribute to inflation? It's that no no talk about the government that's spending na- yeah, money we don't have. That's, that's national debt. That's got to be yeah. That is in fact the PA House Democrats retweeting somebody. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean I doesn't even make sense. Look, and one of the things we talk you bring up inflation when you when you pour government money, which is taxpayer dollars, when you pour that into the economy as your stopgap, that will always. Increase inflation, which is why we're trying to hold the line on throwing all this money in there at one time, because that'll do not his his budget proposal spending plan would do nothing but actually increase inflation. When I've seen a number of these Democrats, Pennsylvania Democrats say online too, what are Republicans doing about the increase in cost of living? Right. Uh, It's like, first of all, so your party breaks something, then turns around and says, how are the Republicans going to get us out of this mess? And then they say, oh, but we have a plan. We have a plan. Spend more money to combat inflation. And it's just like it gives you a brain freeze. It's lunacy. It's like Ebony Maws is somehow controlling the atmosphere. Just bring it home. I went went a little deeper into the Thanos army. Yes. All right, well, I'm not even going to bring up anything about Star Wars today. Um, <laughs> no, good, because I, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Um, all right, well, I think that's all we've got for today. Uh, everybody else good? All right, let's go make some law. All, all right. right. All right. I'm Jason Gottesman, and for... Neil. And... Jesse. Uh, this has been another episode of Generally Assembled. You can find this podcast, where all your favorite Pennsylvania House Republican podcasts are found, at www.pahousegop.com slash mypodcast, and we're still on Spotify. Beep, bop, boop.